After two days of trying, we finally made it. The cloud cover broke and we landed. Where is here? Here's in the beautiful state of Mizoram. Gorgeous waterfalls, raging streams, greenery everywhere. It's absolutely a wonderful place. Hardly any people. The entire state is almost all Christian. Interesting for India. But we'll tell you more about that soon as we reach Aizawl, our final destination. It may be a state in India, but that's as far as the similarity goes. From its western border, the state called Mizoram is about 50 miles from Bangladesh. To the east, you can step into the country of Myanmar, and its exotic northern neighbor, Bhutan, is only 250 miles away. These are a very proud people whose origin is not fully known. They're called the Mizo people. They, like many other tribes in northeastern India, have a past shrouded in mystery. The generally accepted idea is that they were a part of the great Mongoloid wave of migration from China around 210 BC toward Burma and then they later moved down to India to their present location. It is possible that the Mizos came from Xinglung, located on the banks of the river Yanglung in China. Mizo people were coming here from Burma and with the, our Great-grandfather settled here about two, three thousand, I mean two, three hundred years back. Mm. And now at that time when you moved to this area, uh, were you Christians at that time? Oh, no, no. Those Mizo people were not Christians. They simply worship any object that they found on the way. But some of them worship their spirit devil spirit and so on and some of them worship they say that they worship god but which god we don't know so you lived in tribes or or villages is that correct yeah villages mm -hmm. but we more all the people speak one language mm -hmm. now there's a rumor that i've heard that uh, the people here many years ago actually were also headhunters is that true yes of course they did not kill for the sake of slaughtering they they cut off the head of some people as a trophy in the battle in the war I just see. like just like david uh, cut off the head of goliath oh i see <laughs> so they would come home with some heads yes yes <laughs> that was a trophy the area folklore has an interesting tale to offer According to the legend, the Mizos emerged from under a large rock known as Qinglung. Two different clan groups, known for their talkativeness, started talking noisily while coming out of this cave area. They made a great noise which led God to throw up his hands in disgust and say, enough is enough. He felt too many people had already been allowed to step out and so closed the door with a large rock. 
there was a great change because of the British people. And some of the Mizou fighters went down to Assam side. So they killed one Englishman by the name of uh, oh, one Englishman, I, I just forget his name. Mm -hmm. So they captured his daughter. And so Mizou people, oh, his name was Winchester, Mr. Winchester. He was a tea garden manager. So the name of his daughter was Mary Winchester, a small girl like this. And so he was taken alive. And to retrieve her, the British government sent army to, re to recapture her. And that was the beginning of the British rule. And so since the British uh, have their own government here, it became a big city. And those British missionaries, two of them, we call them Pubuanga and Zosapluya. We give Mizou name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Mizou people love them. So they introduced this Roman script. And then the conversion of the Mizou people to Christianity was started like that since 1894. Unlike most of India, whose religious focus is on Hinduism, Many of the people of Mizoram are Christians, and they pride themselves on being different than their countrymen in the greater portion of the nation. In reality, there is little to indicate that this land and its people are actually part of the subcontinent. So what percentage of people here are Christians today? Uh, more or less about 80, more than, almost 90% of the Mizo people are Christians. The rest were coming from Bangladesh and other parts of India. So you are a little lighthouse in the midst of many other states and people groups who are not Christians. That's correct. <laughs> you have a big mission field around you. Yes, of course. How did the Adventist work begin here? The Adventist work began here from the school. There was a school called Assam Training School there in Joy near Silong, started by American missionary named Pastor Lang. So Pastor Lang was the founding prin founder principal. And then he found, he saw one his own name by the name of Lallian Zuala Silo, who studied in Silong. And then he enrolled him as the first student of that uh, Assam training school. And then he was converted to, to Adventist church. And then more and more Mizo people went to that school and then these last day Adventist masses were spreading throughout Mizoram because of those students who studied there. are wonderful singers and have songs and stories about the glory of the ancient civilization that are handed down from one generation to another.
In the hour or so drive from a little airport to the mountainous city of Izal, you can literally lose yourself in the grandeur of the moment. Towering mountains covered by the greenest vines and trees, cascading waterfalls beckon you to stop a while and enjoy not only their splendor but also their pure, clear, cool waters. When I find a location such as this, it is very hard to leave. This is why I absolutely love the jungle. Look at this, gorgeous flowers, there's butterflies around. It's just so exciting to see what God has done out in nature. And here it seems like we can find it everywhere. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Through the radio waves of AWR, God is reaching people around the world. We'd like to offer you an edition of Making Waves. It's four of our episodes brought to you from around the world. God speaking to hearts, the hearts of the listeners of AWR, exciting stories. We hope that you'll share those with friends and neighbors, acquaintances, anyone you come in contact with. Join us to make waves. It's completely free. Right now, the information's on your screen. For your free, no obligation DVD, write to Adventist World Radio, 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904 or call 1-866-503-3531 or log on to www.awr.org slash mwdvd. Be sure to request offer number 10. That number again is 1-866-503-3531. It's difficult for tourists to obtain permission to visit Mizoram, but it is very worthwhile if you are successful. There are quite a number of places in Mizoram which may be described as must-see places. Traveling here is not unlike other mountainous regions. It is painstaking and can be a little hazardous at times, but it certainly has its rewards. I've got to show you a wonderful little plant. They're called a sensitive plant. Found them many years ago, and I love to play with them. Check this out, look at this. You touch these little fellas, and they just curl right up. They're so sensitive to the touch. Look at that, amazing what God does. The wonders of nature just never cease to amaze me. On the way, we spotted dozens of boats and men loading something into them. We had to stop and check it out. 
sand. They were loading sand in their canoes. They were loading them so full they were in danger of sinking. I asked one fellow if the river got higher than this and he pointed way up the bank to what looked like an old water line. I found it hard to imagine what the river would be like with that volume of water in it. The truck drivers were masters at negotiating the muddy banks of the river in order to back down far enough so everyone could shovel in their payloads of sand bound for the city to make cement for new construction. Life in these areas is hard and they take advantage of every opportunity to eke out a living. They will work until the sandy banks have been eaten away and when the work is done they will wait until the storms come, the floodwaters rise and the sands return once again. The city of Izal was not what I was expecting. As you can see, it's like a rugged little San Francisco of about 1900. I was amazed how anyone could actually navigate the narrow hilly streets on foot, and by car actually without accident. The entire time, I never saw a single wreck. And just look at the houses built over the cliffs and overhangs. Oh, wow! How would you like waking up in the middle of the night and feeling your home moving down the hill? Our story is not to be found in the city today, however. We must travel into the more remote jungle regions along monsoon-swollen rivers and streams. We're right in the middle of the monsoon season, so waters like this are just absolutely raging, even alongside the roadway. I can't wait to get to our destination and see the beauties there, too. The email you sent me the other day was so inspirational to see these two guys in the middle of the jungle building their own church. Yes, Jim, and we're going to be able to meet them personally here in a few minutes. But you know that church they built? They cut their own lumber for that church. Well, I saw the logs were huge. Oh, yes. You know, I understand they live really a long ways away from here, so we wouldn't be able to go there, but they've agreed to meet us up here at a little church. This is two stories in one, really. Yes, a great story about some men in the forest and then some evangelism, and it all came together somehow. Maybe, you know, as we meet the evangelist, he's supposed to be here too. Maybe you should go talk with the evangelist. Sure. I'll talk with the other fellows. Yeah, I'll go talk to the uh, pastor. Okay. Oh, here they are. Well, Pastor uh, Lua, uh, so you heard about this new village, and what was it? You just felt like you needed to go there and conduct evangelism? So what happened? You traveled uh, to this new village, and I understand this is a rather remote village. And what did they say? Did you refer to the radio when you went to the village to talk to the people? 
radio program chungchang kan han soya adventist world radio hi longai thlaver u katia ka soma so ta chonin mi panni khanin an longai thak to thumin siltani i told them about the awr program and the radio program and when i talked to them about it there were two persons who who said we used to listen to the program to the radio program so then uh, you conducted the meetings and uh, I think that uh, we want to talk to the other fellows who were working in the woods so that we can find out how you got together. And as a result, we'll hear who was baptized and how, uh, what happened after that. But it's raining now, as it sometimes does in Mizoram, so let's go under the shelter. Yeah. <laughs> These are a hardy and friendly people who love life even though it can be very difficult and extreme at times. Just imagine building your own house of worship with only an axe and a few primitive tools. Hard? Yes. But motivated by the newfound love of God through AWR, certainly not impossible, as we shall see. AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, animists, or no belief at all. God is using the radio waves of AWR to successfully call and prepare a people for his soon return. But the work is not finished. Your help is needed. There are still so many who must hear this precious message of hope. Please partner with us today so others can hear and rejoice in the hope of Jesus Christ, the hope that you and I have already found. Your gift of love will mean so much to so many. If you would like to financially partner with us or would like additional information, our toll-free number is 866-503 3531. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God. But certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories. In the Face of Death, another, Radios Given by Angels, Coming to Christ in a Muslim Country, these and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org slash storybook.
Well, apparently this old home is abandoned now, but it was the home of the first missionaries who came to this area of Mizoram. They came from Wales in about 1891. But before they'd come, God prepared the way. How did he do that? He did it by a vision for a prophet of the tribes in this area. He spoke to this man and he said, there are going to be white people coming. Pay attention to them. Well, that's exactly what happened. The white men showed up and they spread Christianity everywhere until today we find that over 85% of the people are Christian. It's completely different than all the surrounding areas. To think how God spoke to these people here in the remotest areas of the jungle, it's phenomenal how God works. So, fellas, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you spending all the time you did to get here. They spent two and a half days. Two and a half days to get here. Yes. How did you begin listening to AWR and where were you? They work in the jungle, staying in the forest at two, three weeks at a stretch, and then come home, then go back again and again. So in the forest, every night we listen to the radio. BBC and birds they are trying to listen to the BBC. Trying to find the BBC news and they found AWR instead. Yes, because it came to the right time, same time, very close on that uh, shortwave band. I, I wish Pastor Ben were right here because we've been calling these people accidental listeners. All of a sudden they're tuning someplace else and the Holy Spirit guides the dial. <laughs> <laughs> How did how did you determine or how what made you think that what you were hearing was was correct? Sabat sarahe, ani sare ni cia ani abang kan kami atang kan pat Bible ni sare ni sol turan ti aka kaka adiklat siya. The Bible says the Sabbath is on the seventh day, so this seventh Adventist church seems to keep the right day, whereas the other people those who keep Sunday it is not the seventh day. So we know this church is doing the right thing. Even though we know this is the truth, but no one to contact and to tell us, we do not know where are the Adventist people, but after a year or so, that pastor came and we know he's Adventist. So you never did contact anyone, but all of a sudden you're, you're probably praying and, and a pastor shows up. Yes. Now, we're sitting on, on a, a constructed, uh, well, it's a shell at the moment, but I'm told that you built something like this as your own church, with your own hands. <laughs> Oh, 
yes, we build something like this, but it's better than this one. It's better than this yes. one. I wonder if most of us had to build our own church, if, if we would ever do the same thing. It took them not too long, but because they work with wholeheartedly, most of the time, spending the, the time to build a church. They're so anxious to have roast church where they could meet on the Sabbath. Now, how many people are meeting in that church now? All of us are about 45. 45 now. You are an inspiration to everybody. This story illustrates two important things about Adventist World Radio. First of all, the reason why we use shortwave. These woodsmen would have never been able to hear the gospel in the jungle in any other way. Only shortwave has that reach. Secondly, the radio programs prepared the people for the evangelism that was to take place. When the evangelists came, they had a wonderful series of meetings. People were baptized, a new church was built. They now have 45 members in a remote place. And that, my friends, is the work of Adventist World Radio. If you'd like to partner with us or simply want more information, give us a call. Number's at the bottom of your screen. 1-866-503-3531. Or if you'd like to write us, it's 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. Or you can log on by computer to www.awr.org. Thank you for watching, and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.